Well, if you're listening to this, I hope you've enjoyed this year's coverage, uh, 2022 high school basketball in Southeast Iowa. We are getting ready to try to put together the best coverage of high school basketball in Southeast Iowa. We have so many great teams. We have uh, someone who's going to push uh, 3A, 2A, and 1A all the way to the state title. We have several teams that could make it there, and we have tremendous support. But I'm going to ask you, the listener, or uh, for an opportunity to help us as we reach out to you because, uh, you know, we really want to put out the best coverage of any part of the state, make Southeast Iowa stand out front, get our players and our teams and our communities the attention that they so desperately deserve because of the amount of talent and the high-ranked teams that we have. So if you have a business or you want to support us, we if you could send us $10, we'll, we'll read your name into the program. If you could give us $50, we'll have you sponsor a game. If you could give us $300, you could sponsor the whole uh, Southeast Iowa program, and we'll provide you with the best coverage. And I want to give you an example of this that we're about to hear from all the coaches. But we also get you the best in media. Uh, Scotty Melvin gives you reports. He goes to games and puts in all the time. We've talked to, you know, KISS FM. We've talked to the Southeast Iowa Union Sports Editor. We, we're we bringing you the best coverage that I know how to give you. And I think we could get up-to-the-date minute reports. I want to try to start on the playoff days about 4 o'clock in the afternoon and post pre-recorded interviews with the coaches about the games they're going to be played. And then I want to, out every half an hour, keep putting something else up, putting something else up with a coordinated effort, you know. And, and if you guys could help figure out a way to get us some information uh, about the games that are going on, and we'll try to get people posted and keep up and have our friends in the media help us as much as we can. So uh, it's going to be a big operation. We could use any amount of support that you can. My number is 641-919-3251. There's a way to message us here on the platform if that would work for you. you. If you see anybody that's involved in our coverage, John Bain, Scotty Melvin, Bob DeWitt, you know, round guy, myself, Dave Johnson. If you're in the communities, you know, ask around. Uh, uh, like I said, we'll give you that number one more time. 641-919-3251. Let's make Southeast Iowa basketball the best coverage in, in all of Southeast Iowa. And then this is a legacy that's going to last forever. And we're, you know, we're in 33 countries, 41 states now, 130 cities in Iowa. We are really expanding. Uh, our high school football coverage in the playoffs had the best ratings that we ever had. If you want to get your message out across to the, you know, to the to as many people as you can in Southeast Iowa, podcasts are the way to go. The more people listen to podcasts than they do TV, newspapers, and radio combined. So, Anyway, thanks. I hope you've enjoyed our, our program so far. Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast as Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents High School Basketball Playoff Preview Edition. We're on the phone with the Kyoto's coach, uh, Coach Stout. Welcome back to the program. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on again. I like talking about the kids here in Kyoto. Well, uh, let me tell you, uh, I, I mentioned this earlier to you, uh, to get in the tickets for for the games in the playoffs a little different how how are, how are we going to access tickets 
for players. Well, yeah, you, you have to go to the Iowa High School Athletic Union, and then they click on tickets, and then it, I believe it brings up English Valleys. That's where we're playing at tonight, and then you can purchase your tickets. I was actually with a dad last night. I was over watching our girls play at Sigourney last night, and I was with a dad in the stands, and he was clicking on it on his phone and, and got it done right there, right in front of me. So otherwise, I never have to worry about getting tickets, but they always let me in for free. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I know the, the, the brackets are out. Do you know who you play and everything? Yes, we got, we're got. we at EV tonight at 6.30. We, we are playing um, Tri-County. It'll be for the third time that we played them this year because they're on our side of our conference. Um, uh, we got two two pretty good wins against them both times so far this year, so we're excited for that matchup. Um, whoever comes out of that game tonight, well, then there's another game tonight at EV. Uh, BGM's playing EV in the 8 o'clock game. Uh, so it's kind of a little mini conference little thing going on there tonight, which is kind of nice. All four teams know each other. Um, and then if the winner of our game will play Monday at uh, Waco versus um, Waco down at Wayland. So uh, uh, how can we follow the game? Uh, is there any media that's going to cover uh, it? Or? I'm pretty sure if you want to see it, you got to go to it. Um, I don't think there's going to be any live streaming or anything going on. Um, I know that I know you have to pay the state money to be able to live stream them. I, I'm not sure if he's yeah. done that. I doubt that. So I, and I know there's no radios that I know of going. So if you want to come watch the game, if you want to see the Eagles play tonight, you're going to have to come, come to EV. What, what time's the game start? Six thirty. Six thirty. Okay. Yep. So, uh, anyway, uh, you, you've coached there a long time. Uh, t- tell me about some of your past playoffs that uh, were memorable. Well, we've had some pretty good runs. Uh, like I said, this is my 20th year here coaching as the head coach here and, uh, probably our, our best one so far would have been in 2014. Uh, we ended up making the state tournament the 13-14 season. We were we finished the season 25-3, and three, uh, had a good good senior group that was able, was fortunate to get some good good run during the tournament. We made the state tournament, uh, won our first game up there, um, ended up get, losing the last two. So we finished up fourth that year, which we you know is obviously a great, great accomplishment because – the only other time that Kyoto's been up there was in 89, 88, 89 season when uh, Scott Brees was the coach and they won the state title that year. So we've got those two appearances. We've had some really good runs back in the 08, basically to the uh, 2011 season. We we were winning 21, 22 ball games, uh, getting the district finals every year. But unfortunately, we, we've had to play that Danville team that had the Soak Up Twins and and just had, you know, just had some really fantastic um, basketball teams and we ran into them, I think, every single year in the tournament, and and they they beat us out. So so we had some good runs there, but you know we've 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 always been real competitive. Um, uh, last year we made the district final game, got beat by um, Williamsburg. Or, excuse me, got beat by Montezuma up at Williamsburg, um, which was and Montezuma beat us twice and twice in the year. We were twenty and three. They beat us twice, um, and they were the eventual state champions. So again, they just had a great another great year last year and. Unfortunately, none of these kids have um, much playoff experience, playing time. Um, so that's where you are the playing game tonight with Tri County. Um, so it, we're looking to get some experience, you know, just getting some tournament atmosphere and get some experience, and then hopefully we can pull that one off and then go down to Wayland on Monday and play Waco. Yeah. So uh, who who on Tri County uh, might give you some matchup problems down there? Do they have some talent? Well, they got a couple guards. Uh, one senior kid, the Molnex kid, is a senior. Um, can score the can score the ball if you if you let him open and things like that. But 
we, we, we're going to come out and we're going to, we'll, we'll put our full court press on them. The most times we've done that so far this year, that's, we've been able to cause some turnovers and things like that. So we're just going to hopefully be able to contain their guards. Uh, they got a big kid inside, but I think our, our big kid, Evan Benito can, can handle him and Connor Strand when they come in and play those guys, they should be able to handle him one-on-one and our guards should be able to put a lot of pressure on them and, and hopefully things will work out well for us. So just kind of touch base back on some of what you just said here. What are the keys to victory for Kyoto in this uh, play-in game? I think one of ours is is our defensive pressure. We we got to come out and, and really establish that right from the beginning. Um, you know, not don't let them get any easy baskets and easy opportunities, and then and that will lead to, if we can get some turnovers. That will lead to um, a lot of easy baskets for us. The last time we played, we just played them. Oh, probably not too long. I think a couple of weeks ago, we just played them over at their place. And it seemed like every time we got a steal, they would foul us. So then we ended up getting to the foul line really early. And we, we I think we shot 30 free throws or something like that that night. We made 20 some of them. So that's another key for us too. just be able to step to the free throw line. Um, the last two or three ball games we played with Highland and Davis County, we went to line 25 to 30 times and knocked down, you know, 70% of them. And, that, and that's a big key for us. If we can get to the line, knock down some free throws, um, play our good defense, I think we'll be in pretty good shape tonight. Well, how special is it, you know, to to get to the playoffs? You know, when you know you're looking at maybe some seniors that might be their last game, you know, uh, uh, how, how, how much pre- prepared do you think the, the team is for the playoffs? You had a pretty good run down the end of the season. Well, yeah, I mean, our seniors this year, unfortunately, and that's, a, that's one of the bad things. Colton Clarahan is, was our main – senior that was playing a lot. Grant Garman's been getting a little more action in here at the end of the season. Um, and then AJ Sheets is our, is our other senior post player, but he's, he's kind of behind a couple of really good younger kids. So he doesn't get as much action, but, um, but Colton Clarahan came down with mono uh, Sunday. So yeah. his season, his season came to an end. And, you know, that was really unfortunate for a senior kid who had put in a lot of time and effort and, you know, really kind of waited his turn behind some really good guards that we've had here in the past. Um, you know, and was and was having a really fan, you know, a really good year for us leading us off it, um, defensively. He was kind of a catalyst in what we were doing. And I think I kind of saw that in the last two games that we played with Highland and Davis County, our defensive um, communication really laxed. We really laxed in that the last two games without him out there on the floor. He's one of the kids that's talking all the time, getting everybody in their positions. So that was a real unfortunate thing for that poor kid, you know, to see his season end um, just with a, getting a sickness and, and so, you know, so he's, he's obviously out um, trying to recuperate and get ready to go because he's got a golf season and a baseball season that he's got to worry about next. And so I hope he gets feeling better, you know, and I haven't seen him all week long. He's, you know, hasn't been able to come to school, been out. I've just been communicating with his dad a little bit. So you hate to see that. And I guess with the basketball tournament, you know, you ask how special it is to get in. I mean, everybody gets to get in there, which, which I like that aspect of things where we don't leave any teams out. Yeah, I mean, if if you got some kids that maybe were sick or didn't perform all year long, you still got a chance. Whether whatever happens, you know, so it, it kind of like you know, basically, it's a one game. If you if you have an off night or whatever happens, and you can you can get a win, you can get on a run. You know, I, I guess back when I was in high school playing ball, I remember we I was over at Washington. We had a really good season. We got we got a team that came in with about a 500 record, and they just they got on a run. They end up beating us, and you know that kind of stuff happens, and you know so. You just got to kind of take a mindset if you're a player that it doesn't matter what you did during the regular season. Now, you know, it's one game, one and done. And, you know, that that really puts a lot of pressure on young high school kids. And and, and I think that I think that's probably about the most special part about it. 
Well, coach, good luck tonight. Congratulations on a, on a, a good season. Uh, you mentioned Colt Clarahan. I, I, I took a picture when I was uh, at the game at, at, at your stadium. That's a picture of Colt passing the ball. And I've used that for the, for the cover picture for a lot of these high school basketball uh, shows. And I, I can tell you miss his leadership because he seemed like he, yeah. everyone was looking at him, you know, and he was delivering the ball and distributing the ball and pushing, pushing the ball to the middle. And yeah, yeah I'm sure that that would be a tough break. To, to yeah. Lose yeah, and it's, yeah. That's just, it's just an unfortunate thing that that happened with him. And, and so I, you know, I obviously wish him the best and hope he gets better. And, you know, I look forward to watching him play some baseball this summer. You know, he's a, he's one heck of a ball player. And like I said, I don't know if we talked last time, but he's going down to Southeastern to play his college ball down there. So, you know, hopefully he's still got real good things for his future um, things that he's going to do. Well, have everybody else rally up and get one more win for the Gipper there. Yep, that sounds good. That's what we'll try and do. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Coach. Great interview. All right. Thank you. Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast. This is Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents high school basketball playoff preview. We've got Coach Villagrana of the Columbus uh, Wildcats. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Thank you very much. Pleasure being here. Well, your team played really hard down the stretch. Uh, they seemed like they scored a lot more points. It seemed like the, at least you were putting more points on the board uh, than, than you had been. And you got you got a win or two out of it. So uh, uh, how did you feel your team uh, finished out? I was I was very pleased with the guys. Uh, it's you know just uh, we had a rough stretch uh, coming out of break, and it, it's it, it's difficult when you're not having a lot of success to keep working and improving. And these guys really they really did that. They uh, they've been great in practice. They're focused. Uh, they are we are just focused on getting better and. Uh, it, it did. It paid off in one game where we uh, we actually uh, topped seventy points, and uh, I heard from a few people, and they were they were uh, they were pleasantly surprised. I mean, they were just they were uh, reaching out to, to let me know that they that they saw that and they noticed, and that you know the guys were playing hard, and uh, I appreciated it. I passed it along to the guys because uh, I wanted them to know that you know people uh, people appreciate the work they're putting in, and it and it's noticed, even though. Uh, we're entering the postseason with only four wins. Uh, it, it's still significant because uh, we have improved uh, from the beginning of the year till till now, just like we wanted, and we've definitely improved uh, over since last year. Um, so I just I wanted them to know that their hard work is paying off, even though it might not be what some other people would deem success. Uh, but for us, uh, uh, there is progress there, and we have to just kind of appreciate what we are doing. Well, that's four times better than you were last year, isn't it? Yes, exactly, exactly, and that's and that's no like you know that's no knock on uh, on uh, on last year's team and their effort because I was really I was pleased last year, but yeah, I mean it, it is a it's a a significant step, um, and like you said, kind of the way kind of the way we're playing right now um, is much different than the way we were playing early in the year, um, and, and so we just have to. We just have to kind of focus on, okay, what are we better at? And and then focus also on what we need to improve on and kind of just keep building from there. Well, uh, you know, I talk to all the coaches in Southeast Iowa all, almost daily, and uh, they all are impressed with your program. They're impressed with how you're doing things, and uh, they they see 
that there's a lot of fight in your team and have uh, all commented on what an improvement the, the program has been under your leadership. Uh, I, I will see a bunch of those guys. I'll have to, I will have to definitely tell them thank you. I've, I've gotten some, uh, I've gotten some feedback from coaches after games and uh, they, they've also been very complimentary to the kids. And, and I just, I really enjoy that. And I, I try to pass it on to the kids because I want them to know that it is noticed uh, and that, that, that kind of hopefully will help them, you know, to understand that, 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 that there is value in the work they're putting in and, and it's being noticed by, by people with an opinion that I value and that I think they should value also. Well, you, you literally play in, in probably the strongest conference in the state. I mean, you probably, you know, in your district, there's probably eight teams in the top 20 uh, and you have to play them every night, you know, so to get any wins is, is pretty impressive. So uh, yeah. the, the the brackets are out, and you have you, you found out who you play, haven't you? Yes, yes. We uh, we actually open uh, district play tonight at Lone Tree. So you're playing at Lone Tree, okay? Yeah. So uh, uh, how can we follow that game? Is it going to be on the radio, or is there a YouTube, or is it? You know, I know. Uh, I know you. I know Lone Tree does broadcast their games over their YouTube channel, um, regular season games. I don't think the state allows it, though, for the postseason. They're, I think it's some odd rule where they're, they're afraid it'll affect the gate. Um, I, don't mm. know that, I, I don't know that 100%. I but think I, Coach Kissel said like you, you have to pay him a fee to do it. Yeah, it, 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 it's, uh, it, it seems kind of uh, odd or quirky to me, but I believe that's what I've been told. And the other thing um, I'd, like I, to, I'd like to mention is that you have to get your tickets online for playoff games. They're, you can't correct. buy them at the, at the gate. I, I, am I correct about that? Yes, correct. You have to go to the state website, uh, the Athletic Association website, and purchase your tickets there. Uh, they have to be electronic. No, no uh, tickets are sold at the, at the venue. They have to be pre-purchased. Okay, so uh, your 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 team had some success, and uh, you know uh, it seemed like they performed a lot better down the down the stretch. Uh, and uh, you seem like you might be kind of ready for a little playoff uh, victory here. So, uh, but uh, you you what team you say you play? So we play Lone Tree. Okay. On the road, so, and uh, we actually just we uh, played them. Uh, a little over a week ago, um, uh, over at their place too, um, and we uh, we were victorious in that game. Uh, but playoff basketball is a little bit different than the regular season, and I've uh, I've cautioned my guys to kind of wrap their head around it or understand that it's it is a different game. Um, it's it's played at a different pace. It's officiated a little bit differently, and that we just need to focus on ourselves and what we're doing and we should be okay. We should be there at the end. And that's, uh, you know, that's kind of where our focus is, is just to, to make sure that we're there in the game in the final four minutes. And then hopefully we can execute better than they do. So, so what kind of matchup problems are they going to present for your team? What, what, how are they going to make it difficult for your guys? So it, just like every team, we're, uh, we're almost always a little bit undersized. Uh, so per position, uh, we give up, I'd say, a good two inches on average uh, per player. And it makes it uh, kind of our Achilles heel is our, is rebounding. 
whether that's offensive or defensive rebounding. Um, we just, uh, we have to get it. We have to get things done by activity rather than, um, than, than just kind of getting, getting position isn't just good enough. We have to get position, maintain that position, and then to kind of rebound that way. And I'd say defensively is kind of the same way. We've, uh, because of our kind of a size difference, we've got to work a little bit harder than, say, we would have to if we were uh, just a little taller. That's so, fine. Um, you know, and I impress on the guys that it's not an excuse. It's just a reason the way we have to do things a little bit different than maybe a traditional basketball uh, team would. And I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, we just have to kind of rely on our strengths, which are our kind of speed uh, and kind of agility, I guess. Uh, and uh, and we need to we just have to play defense a little bit harder when we get the ball. If we if we get a turnover or a missed shot and we transition offense, uh, we need to play at a high rate of speed. We've got to get up the floor where uh, we don't have the size to pound it inside and try to get the ball in the lane and get uh, close up close in shots. Uh, so that's kind of a. It's kind of our mindset, and uh, hopefully we uh, can execute that. Do they have a player or two that uh, really stands out on their team? They're they're really honestly a, a pretty well balanced team. They're they're very senior led. Uh, they have um, I believe six six seniors, um, and I believe all of them are in are in the rotation. Uh, the the two times we played them, um, they had uh, pretty much balanced scoring, um, and so. I, I don't. I don't say they have, they necessarily have a particular player that we uh, we have to uh, pay special attention to. Other than we have to pay attention to everybody, we've got to guard the whole floor and the whole team. That kind of reminds me of your team. <laughs> and and I and I like to try to impress on my team that you are much harder to play against if you don't have that dominant player that they kind of have that idea that, hey, we shut this guy down and these other guys aren't used to kind of picking up that load. Um, I would rather see, uh, I personally, I just would rather see a different leading scorer every night and everybody kind of in in that, you know, somewhere in that 6 to 12, 14-point range. I think it makes you very difficult to prepare for. I also think it makes it a lot more fun for the kids. And, you know, and, and ultimately that's uh, – you know, I, I want them all to leave uh, just being satisfied, happy they played, uh, feeling like, uh, you know, very accomplished. Um, no, no matter what our record is, I, I, I kind of want them to get that get that feeling out of basketball. Well, Coach, last question. What are the keys to victory? How can you uh, end this season on a big note with the big playoff win? Well, we, uh, we you know, we've kind of talked about it um, over the last couple practices. and. We, you know, we, we want to we want to be who we are. And when we've been successful, we have been aggressive defensively and aggressive offensively. Um, we want to limit the number of bad shots we take and we want to limit the uh, amount of times we turn it over against the press. If we can break the press, uh, we have generally gotten layups. So and we're much better at that this year than we were last year. So my, I think our focus really is to. Uh, to uh, invite invite them to press us, but then make them pay at the back of it. Uh, move the ball, have people touch the ball, people move when they touch the ball, and and, and try to get some open shots. Uh, after that, it's just really our guys just stepping up 
making plays on both ends of the floor. And then I think that will, uh, like I said, our, our focus is to be in the game in the last four minutes of the game. We can get to the last four minutes of the game and, and be either have a small lead or, or just be down a little. I like, uh, I like our chances down the stretch. I like, I like our mental toughness. Uh, if, if we can get to that point, uh, but we have to play, uh, we have to play a pretty sharp game uh, the first uh, three and a half quarters to put us in that position. And so I'm looking forward to it. I think the guys are excited. Uh, I know it's been a long uh, time. I've tried looking back and talking to the AD of the last time uh, Columbus has won a postseason matchup. And it he, he impressed on me. It has been quite a while. So that's our focus. Uh, we're hoping to accomplish that goal. And uh, I believe it'll be a lot of fun. Well, I know you'll have them ready. If I'm not incorrect, three of your four wins were on the road, weren't they? Yes. Um, let's see. We won at Highland. We won at Lone Tree. Uh, I'm trying to think what the third one or the beat L&M at home. Shoot, the fourth win is escaping me right now. It was West Branch, wasn't uh, it? No. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. No, I mean, you were right. Three of the four were on the road. Only the only no. Yes, sorry. Sorry, because the only game we won at home was uh, the O&M game. So there uh, you yeah, go. You're, you're, you're already a, a, a better road team than home team, so that's not going to help them any. Yeah, that's uh, and that's kind of an odd uh, – that's kind of an odd, uh, I guess, number of stats put out there because normally with a younger team uh, and a team with very little – with very little, like, uh, a past success, winning on the road is, is generally the harder – the harder issue. Uh, so um, we'll see if we can, can, I guess, continue that. Maybe the bus ride kind of uh, pulls them together and gets them focused. I, I'm not sure. I, I know there, there's definitely nothing secret in, in my sauce. I just, uh, I, I don't have a, I, I don't have an explanation of why we might have, uh, have kind of had that uh, success on the road. Well, I'm going to go with the lucky bus driver technique. I, I, I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> Right. Well, coach, uh, good luck in the playoffs. Uh, you really had, a, you know, you've had a good season. We, we appreciate you. You've been a great guest on the program. And uh, we, if you win, uh, get a hold of us. And if you don't win, uh, help us be part of the coverage of the playoffs, would you? Uh, absolutely. That sounds great. Thank All you for right. having me. Good luck to you. And we're out.